Hello and welcome to this episode of Beyond the Bio. In this episode, I'm delighted to be joined by Susan Routledge, founder of Beauty Directors Club. Susan is a multi-award-winning salon owner, international business consultant and trusted industry advisor. She's been in the beauty industry for over 38 years and is recognised as a top UK industry influencer. Susan founded her own beauty clinic over 35 years ago in County Durham, and it is now the largest independent beauty salon in the northeast of England. She's also one of the directors on the professional board for Babtac, helping to represent and raise industry standards for the beauty industry. Susan and I met back in 2017 at a retreat for female entrepreneurs, but we've stayed in touch ever since then, and I'm delighted that she's going to be joining me on this episode talking about all things awards. So, Susan, awards. Tell us about your first experience of awards. Was it winning one? Yes, it was. In my industry, professional beauty has always been the biggest award. And for years and years, watched salons, like the big city salons, win it. And, you know, and you just think, oh, I'd love to do that. But Obviously, my clinic is 14 miles from any city. So I just kept thinking about it and thinking about it. And then way back then, it was a totally different process. When was this? Oh, my God. This is way back in, I think the first time I entered was maybe 2007, way back. And the process then was that you had to get lots and lots of nominations and professional beauty would send all of these little bit like postcards, got clients to fill them in and then they got posted back. So can you imagine that? I mean, now it would be an absolute fortune. And then someone had the job of counting them all. And I think we became a finalist then. And then the process changed. Obviously, you had to put your entry in and everything as well. We became finalist again. And then we won. We won large salon for the whole of the UK. It was mind blown, you know, for the team. You know what it's like with awards. You're sitting at the table and your heart's pounding, isn't it? And when they say, and the winner is, and it's you, it is just, oh my word, it was just phenomenal. And I think then I just got the bit of the bug for it. We won large salon for the UK and then we went on and won employer for the UK. And then on top of that, I started doing the Win Awards and we won Best Female Retail Business. And then on top of that, then there was all of the Supplier Awards. So we were getting a, a sort of a, a chest full of, of awards. From there, that I think was what really put us on the map. And it, it just creates such a buzz for your team, for your clients. I don't think there's anything else really that promotes your business as well from every angle. And then from there, I I started judging from there. Love that. So I've been judging now, I think, for 12 years. And I still just do my industry. I do professional beauty. I also do BabTAC, which is British Association of Beauty Therapists and Cosmetologists, and also Scratch Magazine too. So... Very, very experienced. Let's just rewind slightly then to when you were winning them. Are you still entering awards for your business or are you kind of over that? We've done that. We've ticked that box. (laughs) No, we haven't entered any. So, yeah, I mean, the thing is that I really enjoy the judging process now. And um, not to say that we won't enter any more, 
but my clinic for, I'll, I'll probably do business awards, but I really, really enjoy the, the judging process now. When you were winning them for the, for the salon, how did you best leverage those wins? What sorts of things did you do? You know, I always like to say that as soon as you enter an award, that's when you should start talking about it because your clients, your customers, they just hear awards. And the fact that you've actually entered already sort of puts you on the map for them kind of thing that you, you've put yourself out there. Then as well, you know, because you can promote the logos and things. Once you're a finalist, winning is the icing on the cake. But I think there's so much that you can do to promote before you actually get to that final stage as well. I had never thought actually before around doing some kind of promotion at the point where you've entered. For me, I've always thought, oh, it's the point where they announce the shortlist and you're on it. But actually, you're going one step back, which which makes total sense. And that whole window of time is probably quite long, isn't it? From the point where they open for entries, you've got it in, you've found out you're on the shortlist, then you're at the dinner and then you win. And that might be nine months, potentially. It could be quite a long time, couldn't it? As long as you keep the momentum going, it, you know, you can really, really leverage it. <laughs> really, really. And talking about the judging then, so obviously you won loads of awards for your business. Did someone approach you to start judging awards or was that something that, that you sought out yourself? I was approached to, to start judging. Back then as well, you know, it's again changed now. Most of it's online. We used to all go to London and spend the day going through all of the portfolios and all of the information. And you know, I mean, some businesses would really, really go to town. You know, they'd be like unpacking a present practically, you know, that have like bows on them and all sorts. Where now, obviously, everything's online. Sitting in that room with all the judges used to be such a buzz as well. I mean, some of the awards are still sit with a team kind of thing, but a lot of it's done online now. And Babtac, one of the awards, we still do visits. So it's lovely going having treatments all over the UK. That's rather nice. Oh, God, I'm so jealous of that. (laughs) You need to hook me up with someone. (laughs) You know, I've got no experience of the industry, but as a consumer, oh, yes. (laughs) I'd love that. So, yeah, so I guess, you know, the judging is is kind of another, another level of awards. What would you say, particularly when it is a lot of it is online now, what kind of advice would you give people that are looking at entering awards be prepared because now awards, there are a lot of entrants in, in awards. So you need to really, really stand out. Sometimes it takes up for a judge, it can take up an entire weekend. You try to give all of your dedication to each person but or each business, but you have to sort of start doing some elimination. You just can't otherwise. The easiest thing really is to look at if someone hasn't read the criteria, say it wants, you know, headshot image, an external image of a business. If the images aren't there, then, you know, I'll put that to one side and I'll dedicate to the ones who've really looked and made sure they've ticked every box. So images all the criteria that the entry is asking for, make sure that you have all of that. When it comes to writing about your business, I mean, it is a, a great process. Even if you don't press send, on the, it's a great process just to fill it in, talk about your business, because we don't really get to shine that often, say how great our business is. So 
I always say, even if you don't press send, just get practice of filling in all the entry. If it's asking for a 200 word paragraph or section, then try and get it as near to that as possible. If they're asking for 500 words, they want something more elaborate. So judge sort of what they're asking for is how much detail needs to be there. What I always like tend to do or advise to do is to look at all of the different sections and then first of all, just bullet point out what you want to put in those areas. What you think is common sense and just common knowledge in your business is what isn't and needs to go in. You know, we, we do so many things in our business that we just take for granted, but get them all written down. Everything that you're proud of, just make sure that you've got it all written down and then start and write it out. I would always then also say, give it to someone who really doesn't know your business. Get them to read it and get them to tell you about their business. And if it makes sense and if it, if it resonates with you that it is about your business or have you written something that doesn't really make sense and then just go through it and make sure that you've covered everything and then just press send. So many great tips within that. It was interesting hearing you talk about how just going through the process is actually a really valuable exercise in itself. We've got clients that, that we write award entries for and, and the feedback that we're getting from them is actually that process was really valuable in itself because it's not very often that you take the time to step back and just look at the kinds of things that you're asked for in an award submission. So actually it's a great review of what's going on in your business and helps you to get focused and focus on some of those wins that, that you've had so far. I really like what you were saying as well about look at the bloody criteria. I mean, it seems so basic, but, you know, I've been an awards judge myself and you're absolutely right around that word count is giving you a clue as to how much detail there needs to be in there. And if they're asking for 500 words and you put 100 in, you're never going to be providing enough of a level of detail to hit that criteria. So really important. You were talking about when the criteria asks for certain things, so like photos or the word count or whatever. If someone has missed some of those key things, does that just turn you off instantly as a judge? No, but I would always mark someone down on that because I just think that if you've really, really put your heart and soul into it, you would have looked at all of the criteria. One other thing to really focus on as well, you know, because they are professional awards that you're entering. So when it does ask for a headshot, Get a professional headshot or a really, really good one. Not when you're out. <laughs> I've seen that before. You know, someone thinks, oh, you know, I'll put a really jolly photo in. You know, think about that. It is professional and you want to shine the best light on every area of your business and you. I think that's that's really important to, to think about. And yeah, we've all seen entries where they put a more playful picture or I've seen you know, where videos have been requested and the quality is not great. Yeah, it lets yeah. people down, I guess, when you're then comparing them to other people that have you know, made it a bit more professional. What are your thoughts about a bit about being personal with answers to to the questions and you know sharing personal stories? Do you think that's good? Depends on the awards really and what's required. I wouldn't put anything that can make you feel uncomfortable, but the judge wants to get, if it's a, an award, a personal award, the judge wants to know a little bit about you and get to know you. I would not 
put anything that makes you feel uncomfortable, but whatever you think is really, really making you shine bright. I think it's thinking about, you know, how much personality do you add to it so that it then becomes a unique entry to you rather than you could just, you know, swap out the business and put any business in and and it would apply to them. So it's, you know, how personal can you make it without oversharing or you're making it an X factor sub story? There are so many ways that you can do it, even just how you lay out your application. You've just got to think that you need something that's going to grab the judge because, you know, when you're on your 50th entry, (laughs) it gets quite hard. So the judge is trying to give as much time to your entry. So if it's laid out nice, if it's all spaced nice, if it's, you know, if you're not just rambling through, you know, making the word count up, then, you know, if it's all laid out so that it's easy to read, each section makes sense. That means so much. So it doesn't not necessarily need to be that you make it super personal, but anything that you've got that so many things that you do in your business that, like I've said before, you think are the norm, which aren't. So anything that can be a little bit different, what I like to do and what tends to happen is by the time you've finished, you've identified with a few businesses of like, oh, that business does that and that does that. And, you know, they've done that for charity. And so you can identify in the sea of all the others, if that makes sense. What are the sort of common mistakes that you see people making when they're submitting their award entries? It's mainly just not reading the criteria, like we said. You know, it, it's normally missing something out. Yeah, it, it's normally that they just haven't read the questions as well. You need to read them two or three times to make sure that you really understand what what's being asked of you. You know, I've judged before where it's been a fantastic answer, but it hasn't been what's required for that section. It's almost like they're giving the answer they want to give yes. without yes. you know taking account of, of the question. And that's why it's always good to get someone else to read it and read through exactly what they think should be in that section. That's a great tip because then if they're looking at it alongside the criteria, then they can pick out bits where, you know, actually you haven't answered this bit. So that's that's a great shout. Can you, on the reverse of that, think of anyone that's really stood out as a great entry and anything where people have gotten the extra mile that's made you be really super impressed? I think really, as I say, just having a great layout. You know, so that it's easy to read, so that it's easy to understand and digest. What do you think about subheadings? You know, if the criteria is there for question one and it's asking for X, Y and Z, what do you think about people putting subheadings in the answer? Does that make it easier? Yes, totally. It's when it's just one big blurb of words that it makes it really, really hard because as a judge, what you're trying to do is pick out those key things. So if someone has, you know, even like I said, to start with bullet point, but then you can still like bullet point some of the areas as well. Just make it so that what you want to stand out stands out. So, yeah, subtitles is great. So in terms of being an awards judge, what kind of opportunities has being a judge created for you? Oh, it's been amazing. Obviously, you get to go to the awards and that's just so, so lovely to be there cheering on for for the finalists. Last year, I got a special recognition award through Safety and Beauty. And that was for the work I've done, community work through everything that I do. 
the other fellow judges, you know, that I've judged with for many years, plus new judges, it's just a great community, you know, because you get to, to meet on deliberation calls and things like that. So it's just really, really lovely network too. The networking element is really worth having, isn't it? Because they're people who are considered to be top of the game in, in the industry. So you're getting you know, a full day with them. And, and has that ever led to any sort of collaborations for you with the other judges? We all work really closely together. It's a very tight-knit community yours, it isn't is, it? It is, it is, you know, and it's absolutely lovely. So, yeah, I mean, you know, we meet socially. Yeah, it's just, it's just lovely, really, really nice. Any tips then for people that have entered their award and then they actually win it? What do you think they should be doing to shout about that? I always say beforehand, before you get to the award, have a press release ready to go. Even if you are just a finalist, have a press release. So have a finalist one and have a winner one and then get it out. And I know this from experience. When we won first award, the, the Salon of the Year award, what I hadn't done was prepare that beforehand. And this was very much when it was newspapers and everything going into the press. And as soon as it gets to a day, two days down the line, it's old news. So it has to be as soon as you win, getting that out there on the socials, on everything, it gets to be very old news very quick. And it's down to you to make sure that you've got that so you can get that out straight away. So always, always prepare. And as well, you know, you, you, you're going with the intention of winning. So getting it on paper that you've actually won. Manifesting <laughs> yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. And actually having a finalist one and a winner one, you know, they can be fairly stock press releases that you then use for, for next time as well. Mm. I'm just making a few tweaks and you're right to have all of that prepared. Otherwise, it's a bit frantic, isn't it, on that night or the morning after and kind of missing the boat a bit in terms of sharing that news. And that is the advantage of having professional headshot and professional images of your business because then you've got them ready to go. Yeah, ready. What would you say to anyone that's listening to this that hasn't entered an award before and is perhaps feeling a bit apprehensive or a bit nervous? What would you tell them? I hear quite often that someone thinks that awards are rigged and I can wholeheartedly say that they're not or most, I would say, aren't at all. A lot of people are a little bit scared of putting themselves up against their peers. But yeah, just go for it. But like I said earlier, fill the application form in and just get used to filling those application forms in. And, you know, once you've done it, you may as well just press send, you know. And the thing is as well, if you don't get through, you know, study other businesses that have got through, have a look, see what, you know, because quite often at the awards, the judges I'll have like their top comments about that business and what made that business stand out quite often. Then they are featured in trade press. So you can see what other businesses have done, what's made them stand out. And then you can like work towards that. So I always like to say, if you enter and you win first time, you've got nowhere to go. So it's quite nice to enter, not get anywhere, enter, be a finalist, enter and then win. And I think as well, when you are a finalist, you can usually get some feedback if you've got to that stage as to, you know, did you just miss out? What yeah. what do you need to do? That's certainly been sort of my own experience where I was a finalist and asked for the feedback that then helped me get over the line the next time. So that's really useful. You know, as a judge, you always like someone will come up and like, I didn't win, you know. And, but to get to that point, to be actually in that room, sometimes the judging is so close 
And that, there just has to be one person who's there as the winner. And sometimes that person who is the runner up is maybe is half a point off, you know, so don't ever give up either. Because, you know, it just depends who's entering that year. You know, it's just such a great feeling to, to be part of. So if you haven't entered before, definitely, definitely think about it and do it. Well, I hope that Susan's advice and experience there has encouraged you to consider entering awards yourself. Thanks so much, Susan. Thank you for listening. If you're serious about growing your profile, take our free profile assessment quiz to see where you're at right now and get hints and tips on how to improve your score. You'll find the link to the quiz in the show notes. If you've enjoyed the episode, it would be mint if you'd subscribe, like and leave a review. See you next Monday.